Welcome back. It's episode three, and we are really excited you're here. This week, we are talking about Halloween. Halloween! Welcome to Holy Ramblings. A podcast about the important and often humorous reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life. I'm Thomas. I'm John T. And we are really excited to be talking about Halloween. Absolutely. Yeah, Halloween. It's, Halloween. Time, it's that time of year again. I, I love this time of year. I actually, I really love it as well. Sorry. I think that might have something to do with um, with the fact that our birthdays are right around the corner from Halloween. Yes, birthday time. I mean, coincidentally, we're both born around the same time of year, which is awesome. And John T's just a little bit older than me. Uh that's that's yeah we look at don't we yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone knew um everyone everyone knew and yeah and, and so that might have something to do with us loving this season but i think genuinely i i love autumn i love the leaves changing um i love the cold weather i love wearing a good jumper um pumpkin spice lattes have hit starbucks Woo-woo. that's happening so pumpkin spice lattes have hit have to, me i have to say controversial right hashtag controversial i don't really like pumpkin spice lattes is that is that because of your dis? No, you actually you love Starbucks. It's not your. Dis- I love like Starbucks. <laughs> it's not. But you're basically like allergic to milk, right? Yeah. Well, being lactose intolerant definitely makes lattes less fun. So, um, but yeah. but in general, I think pumpkin spice lattes, right? They're too sweet. I mean, so some would say they're too sweet. Some would say they're perfect, and I would say they're perfect. Um, I will say this. I like me. I, I've been recently enjoying the the maple latte oh, yeah. with oat milk. That's at Starbucks. This is deep spiritual stuff, by the to way. Canada, um, because that's nice, and it's like having having a waffle with your coffee. Um, <laughs> that, I, which if I could do every day, I would. Just, I would. just pack in a waffle. Just be like, can I have a normal Starbucks with I a waffle? I think inside? that should be an autumnal treat right there. Just literally a waffle in a coffee. So cup it's like, like it's like go. the Canadian version of an affogato, where they put the espresso yeah, exactly. in the ice cream. Yeah, it's like little, espresso, that's a little too Italian. Yeah, we put espresso on a waffle. Cover yes. it in maple syrup. I think anyone listening in Canada is going to be deeply offended by because <laughs> because you didn't put poutine or uh, Canadian bacon eh, uh, on any of that. That's you've missed I did major put food groups. Putin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, d- I didn't um, put Putin on it. Right, so we're getting completely off topic, but in like the best way. I kind of like it. That's how that's how we ramble. That's rambling. Um, so Halloween is hitting around this time. That's right. Right. I mean, it should be. Days away by the time this goes live. By the time this goes live, it was yesterday. No. Yes. No. By the time this goes live, it's next week. Hmm. So we've gotten a little off topic. So we got yeah, totally off topic. How um, look how let's just start off. How are you feeling? Because last week you were pretty ill. Um, I mean, I have yet to get better, but I'm happy. So that that's that's one thing, I'm right? Happy. Clearly. Uh, so we'll probably be editing on a whole bunch of coughs, but uh, hopefully that's not a problem. Or just leaving them in. <laughs> like to bless one. you yeah you're bless. you're welcome um but yeah so i uh, and uh, you can kind of hear i still have that deep raspy voice. Uh, you know what's funny i've realized that i think for, for anyone listening to the podcast who's never met us they're thinking we have these deep sexy voices all the time and then they look at our face and they're like no that's you know, just gonna be yeah the people who yeah, are listening to the audio up. podcast get a completely different experience so we're in your ears and you're welcome um but, well, that's good. But glad yeah, you, so, uh, so glad my you're spirit's happy. Feeling, and it's one of those things, right? We we learn this uh, living supernatural lives. But when when our bodies are down, how do we how do we bring our spirits up? How do we really trust in the Lord and go? Screw what my body's doing. I'm gonna draw energy and strength from from the fact that 
my help comes from the Lord, not that a good night's sleep and a healthy body are all that make my spirit float. Yeah, I no, I agree. I I, I always say like in my weakness. I'm in my weakness right now, and this is where <laughs> this, is where, this is where God does His thing. Good morning, Johnsy. I'm in my weakness. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm in my I weakness. Apologize. Now. Um, that's a great game. Um, yeah. So cool. How about you, man? Yeah, no, I'm still pretty bad. Um, so, Up top for sixties. Yeah, sharing on germs. Um, laryngitis is hit hard, but um, yeah, I'm in my weakness. <laughs> God's <laughs> It's it's all right when you say it, but if someone else comes up to you and goes, "You're in your weakness," like that's not that's less fun, right there, man. Yeah, they they, they become weak after that. <laughs> um, so like to so Halloween, Halloween, we don't have another bag of candy to dump <laughs> every time. Halloween, um, what do you think about it? Halloween, I I love Halloween. Um, I was one of those weird kids that grew up. I I I was, I don't know if you. I don't know how old you were when this came out, but uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas came out when I was a kid. What year was that? Not a clue. Kid I... age. Um, and, uh, and one of the really cool things, it came out and it was like, it, it was like a scary movie for kids. And my, I grew up in a Christian home and I was not allowed to watch it. <coughs> um, so it was not something that was like, yeah, okay, let's, like, yeah. it was, so, this, so I like went over a friend's house and watched it and was like, um, so this like there's an element of the macabre that's always been a little bit fascinating to me, uh, mm. and that's really sometimes poo-pooed in Christian circles. Um, but growing up, I, I I kind of was was torn by the fact that you know a, a little bit of um, what we constitute as I'm, I guess grotesque maybe yeah um, it was still created by God yeah right so I like so we hang up all these scary things like bats and spiders but God made them and they're, they're he loves them are you sure he made spiders <laughs> someone did turn to me recently and goes no a spider is from the fall I was like I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's I don't know if it's biblical but I did definitely the fall know that, create that, that feeling, that <laughs> create life of, yeah it's a everything only had two legs before the fall and then and then yeah those but, creatures um, that have six got extra full yeah they're so fallen. Um, but so yeah, for me, I, I've always kind of loved Halloween, but never got to celebrate it as a kid. So it's yeah. been interesting growing up, trying to go like, all right, so I get where the world celebrates Halloween. I get where it goes wrong in a lot of mm. ways. I get where it gets dark real quick and not just because it's autumn in London, but like spiritually dark. Um, and so it's interesting to kind of balance that with the fact that I actually really love a good bit of um, kind of fun and dressing up so let, let me ask you is 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 halloween the same like you've now been in london for seven years yeah is it is it a similar yeah, thing in seventh in, halloween seventh halloween is it the similar thing in the u.s as it is to london i think it's becoming london is becoming more american okay that's what i've noticed what do you mean the last by that? couple of halloween so when i got here um so this being said uh, growing up never celebrated once i had a kid um my oldest son we were like cool we are going to celebrate halloween we are going to not only give out candy, but we're going to go trick-or-treating. We lived on like a, we lived in the suburbs. It was like a cul-de-sac. So we made it a point to get to know our neighbors by trick-or-treating. Okay. So we literally like were like, community yeah, so we, we went out. We were known as the pastor that lives on the corner. And we were like, we are going to go trick-or-treating. And so we went out to each and every house. We talked to them for a little bit. We, oh, that's yeah, interesting. We made it a point to be part of our community. Um, because I grew up never doing that. I grew up literally, mm. you shut your doors, you turn out your lights, you pretend you're not home. You know that. Um, and, and so that was interesting. But 
in that setting, one of the favorite costumes that ever came to the house, right, was yeah. this kid who's dressed up as a toilet. <laughs> and he he literally came to the house. Was that, and, was that me? And, <laughs> and he rang the doorbell. We opened it. He's like, trick or treat. And he opens up the lid. And that's where his candy went in this bowl right in the toilet seat. That's and I was like, man, well done. That's like a proper good costume. You win. You win. Yeah. And, and so when we moved to London, this was our expectation of Halloween. But when we moved to London, we found out that, that actually... In, in the UK <laughs> culture, the dark was still a lot of the, the costumes. Mm. Um, I'd say like maybe one in every like four was a dark costume in America, like a like someone with a, an axe in their head, or okay. So it was less um, it was less yeah. less about the dark, more about the event and community and dressing up and yeah. getting sweets. I mean, there was like you'd always there'd always be the house toilets. on the street that would do way too much fog machines, spider webs, wow. mummies, and, and like but like there's a level of where um, it's like mummies is it's stuff. like intimidating, scary. You're like, oh, that's that's slightly like risque like that's okay that's that's you know on the edge of being like creepy. creepy and then there's the people who go like i want to be horror i want to be horrific and so that was rare but when i moved here i found that that horrific end was a little bit more like it was maybe when i when i came here it was like, it was like nine out of ten were horrific yeah and that's fair. like every now and then you'd run into a princess but so we're, we're based in fulham um and at least in fulham there seems to be quite a large uh, migration of Americans yeah, we that have, have come here. Um, my and, fault, I'm sorry. But no, I remember it used to be, it used to be scary as heck. Like it was, it was, people would dress up and it'd be terrifying. I remember, I, I remember when I was a kid, most people would be like, if you go out, you're going to get mugged that night. Like that was the night that things happened and feel, people wow. just left it and it happened. And I think there was a darkness to it. And I mean, so Halloween originated in, in in the UK, in in Ireland, Ireland, Scotland, uh, and England, and was very much it was a Druid holiday, and it was all about celebrating. Um, no, not sorry. Let me let me let me cap back, backtrack. That. Not like, not Halloween, but the like, original holiday that there happened. Was a holiday in this time of that year. happened this time of year was was another one called like Salheim, Sal Salheim. I don't know Salheim. Salami. Um, <laughs> it sounds it, delicious. It, is, it was a delicious holiday. Yeah. So that was that was a bad thing. Obviously, that was a bad event. It sounds a little dark. It's it's a little dark. A little pray pray to the old spirit of death. Um, and then obviously, then Halloween was was a different event. That was to do with yeah, celebrating, the celebrating the saints and yeah. what they've done and. Um, Which on paper is a great thing, right? Hmm. Remembering the amazing deeds and faithfulness of past generations is actually something really crucial and important. I think that's so important. I think it's awesome. And We're not of a particular churchmanship that prays to saints, no. but remembering the saints is, is deeply powerful. The power of a testimony can still change lives. Yeah, absolutely. Remembering saints, people of faith who have who've been, who have influenced this world. I mean, yeah, I, I love it. So um, that was then brought in in like 700 which was long before I wasn't America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My country wasn't Do you remember here. it? Um, um, but yeah, so that was brought in. And, um, but yeah, for some reason it, it got, it, it got squiffed again and then kind of went back to the sort of dark side of everything as opposed to staying with this ultimately what started as a Christian's uh, festival, mm. um, talking about the, the hallowedness that, and it was the eve of that Halloween that's where it sort of came from. Um, and Hallowed Eve. Hallowed Eve. 
Uh, now even saying that sounds kind of creepy and dark, right? Hallowed Eve. Well, hallowed. Well, maybe when I say it that Hallowed's way. now just feels weird. Ooh, Hall- hallowed feels like a, almost a scary word, but actually it's in the Lord's Prayer. Hallowed be your name. You know, like it's such a weird... Uh, Halloween to be your name. Halloween to be your name. It's such a... That wasn't blasphemy, was it? No, we weren't referring to anything apart from words. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's such like it's such a robbery from the enemy well, of what is good. Yeah, and one of the interesting things a lot of people don't know is um, the UK uh, had had um, had made Halloween illegal at one point. It made really? Halloween and Christmas illegal at the same time. I think it was a Cromwellian um, Cromwellian act. Um, and so what happened is is it was both illegal, and they kind of brought it back. But when uh, they brought it back, because both of them were kind of slightly heavily pagan. Oh, Christmas right. is I mean, very heavy pagan, um, which I've been reading about. And, but what happened is uh, we redeemed Christmas. Mm. Christians were like, no, the birth of our Savior that probably took place sometime closer to April. Um, we will celebrate. Don't in the you dare say that, sir. There was yeah. bleak midwinter. There was snow. Jesus was sledding. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mary actually rode uh, across the snow drifts on a penguin. Um, <laughs> I suddenly really want to see that nativity scene. See, I suddenly really want to make a penguin noise, but I can. So we need. <laughs> yeah, we can do neither penguin, of those. Yeah, um, I don't know what a penguin sounds like. I don't know. That, Cacaw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like an eagle. Um, but but Christians redeemed Christmas. We we're like, you know, we want this. We're gonna own this. We're gonna make it holy again. But we kind of left Halloween out to to run. I literally growing up heard people say that Halloween was the devil's birthday. Whoa. Like literally, I was like, by Christians, by people in church. Um, wow. And I was yeah. like, I grew up kind of thinking that, like, well, it's a devil's birthday. Why would I celebrate the devil's birthday? I'm like, by the way, heads up. There's no biblical or historical concept that it's that is not, the devil's it's birthday. Not the it's not true. Not not real. Um, is it a dark day spiritually? It can be. Well, I think spiritually uh, it's so a fight. Can Christmas. And so yeah, can absolutely. a lot of, so can a lot Easter. of the, so- the kind of pagan holidays where, you know what, um, witchcrafted covenant religions covenant not covenant religions um <laughs> are, are celebrating doing yeah. doing their deeds praying to things that we believe are dark forces yeah. and that's having an effect in the spiritual atmosphere yeah um but those are are across all these celebrations not just halloween but halloween's the only one that we don't combat back right so we we celebrate easter we allow it to happen without we celebrate christmas it. we we make a light stand and then Halloween for so long, we Christians, at least in America, right? I yeah. can't speak. I didn't grow up here. No, I, don't I think, know. but at least in America, literally turned their their backs to the community, turned their backs to the culture, pretended like it didn't exist. They don't use the word. They don't speak of it. They hold opposite parties. One of the hilarious things that I found in doing a lot of research was this: Did you know that um, that Halloween parties were created to combat pagan harvest parties? Let me just um, fact check that real quick. Because I actually I had to, I, I preached on this a while back um, at Christchurch. Um, I mean, I'll try to put a link to this in the the YouTube um, description. Uh, Have a look if you want to listen to that talk. It was it was fun. It was cool. Um, but one of the things is Christians started celebrating Halloween in, in, to combat harvest pagan parties, mm. and then here we are a couple hundred years later, and we now celebrate harvest parties to combat Halloween parties. That's, I find that such an interesting role reverse. The Christians are like, let's have a harvest party. But that was always the pagan ritual. 
That's interesting. Um, so I think I have a passion, uh, and and I get to express it here at Christchurch that um, that's way. that we redeem Halloween, that we yeah. become a light in our community, that we influence what? back. I think that's one of the. I mean, I was reading an article. Um, I think it was in the Guardian or something where I was talking about light parties. For me, I've never really loved light parties. That's not really ever been my thing. It's not my jam. But light parties in themselves have been actually a very useful thing in terms of. They were saying on the in the in the article about how um, families of non-Christian kids were bringing them to the light parties because ultimately it was safer. Like oh, because like trick or treating was that dark. Trick or treating is just dark, and it's because it's, it's not anymore. And then they've got the but you've also got the stranger danger thing. You've got all these sort of different. Do people not trick or treat with their kids? That's what I was thinking, but maybe they don't. Maybe places they good luck, Sunny Jim. <laughs> yeah, you look like a toilet. No, I'll take you. Get out of here. Um, Maybe that's why the scarier the costume, the least likely the kid's going to be kidnapped on Christmas. <laughs> you shall go as the poo is emoji. That, is that knife real? <laughs> like, um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 an interesting thing. But I I totally agree. I I would love to see Halloween in two hundred years celebrated by Christians for what it is, which is about celebrating past saints and past uh men and women of faith who who've done incredible things for the kingdom and done incredible things in the name of jesus i would love to see that be the culture i mean even down to trick-or-treating was a church thing did you know back in the day uh village kids would go around house to house offering to pray it was instituted by the church they'd offer to pray for people who lived in their homes in in kind of response they'd get like a cupcake or something they get like a little baked good so on, uh. on, on hallowed eve they, they'd go around praying for people and as a response, the kids would get a treat. So that's how it would. That's, that's how actually this whole thing. So a kid would knock on the door, and they'd, they'd offer a blessing. Can to I the house. pray for you, Mister yeah. Billings? Sure. Yeah, and then and then it's like cupcake here. Yeah, that's and so they'd awesome. go around, they'd get treats, and it was a, it was a I mean a conditioning. <laughs> it was a reward system for blessing people in the community. Um, and I actually have to say, I would love to see that. Like I'd love to see that. that back. Awesome. But I'm also uh, maybe this is because I'm weird, but I'm okay with trick or treating. Right? When else do hundreds, well, if you're in Fulham, hundreds, thousands, um, or, or when does your community show up at your door looking for you to bless them? When do they actually, yeah. in, in, especially in London, knock on your door expecting you to answer and be pleasant? Never. It never no. happens. The I wouldn't ever knock on anyone's door unless I yeah. knew who the was The only time someone knocks on my door is if they're like soliciting to sell something I probably don't want. Like... So suddenly Halloween rolls around and it's the one time my neighbors want to see me. And yeah, that's true. Do I close my door and pretend I'm not home? <laughs> like, it's true. I so mean, weird. how often do we just shut the curtains, switch the lights off and they won't egg our house if they don't think we're here? They still did. But um, <laughs> I, mean, I never grew up in a vicarage. I don't know. <laughs> um, true. But it's, it's an interesting thing that, you know, as as Christians, for us to hide, like yeah. I just I don't I don't like the idea of hiding. Like that just feels wrong. Like, I I get if you need to be if you need to pursue faith in secret because you're living in China or you know you or somewhere there, yeah or somewhere it's really curtain, likely something that you know you actually need to for but uh, but when you're in a when you're in Fulham and or Earlsfield or wherever you live and you've got people knocking kids knocking on the door I think just being able to share with them blessing yeah. is is huge. I mean. Right, it's so weird. Like, I don't want to concede a day. I don't want to say there's any day that belongs to the enemy. Okay. God created all of our days good, uh, and and that includes Halloween. So I'm not going to back down on a day because it's a dark day. I want to go out. But this being said, I don't. Um, 
I, my, my kids go trick or treating. I, I I've done Halloween stuff gasp, with the youth gasp. here. Um, but that being said, also we don't do particularly weird things. Like it's not like my kids go trick or treating as the apostles. Um, <laughs> my my Please kids make that happen. That the would rule just be in my wonderful. house is that they don't they don't do horrific. Right? We don't go dark. Uh, we yeah. we do something of of worth, something of value, something of of entertainment. So my daughter is going as a kitten. Nice. She, she wants it. Not like a scary kitten, not like a kitten with a chainsaw. <laughs> but just Murderous kitten. kittens. Um, cool. Just my boys kitten. have gone as like ninjas or, um, I don't know, different things. Um, I really wanted them to go as Mario, Luigi, and Princess. That would be uh, awesome. I thought that would have been great. I thought but, like that's just uh, like opposing, the, yeah, imposing like my, that. I am your dad. You will do what yeah, I say. It's unfortunate that my kids have a will of their own. I think that is deeply. That's um, how you raise them both. But one of the things is I trust that my spirit right the supernatural uh, my blessing the glory of the lord that we carry that's inherent in us the the fact that i'm going out and i'm being a light into my community with with my words with my deeds with my my spirit is going to be the light as opposed to feeling like i need to put all my kids in apostle gear like i i I, i'm going out in a supernatural way not in a natural way yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm not assuming the natural is going to turn the tide. I have to be honest, Christian tactics don't work that way, they right? Um, when we, we don't use natural weapons against a supernatural enemy. The people who are trick-or-treating aren't my enemy. The dark forces that are out and about are, so I'm going to combat them with, with light, with prayer, with blessing, what I speak out, what I carry. Mm. Um, but that's also led us to, like, as a church, and it's led us as, um, as a, a family to not necessarily do overtly christian things because it wasn't about it's not about proving that i'm a christian yeah yeah. it's about changing the spiritual atmosphere i think that's i mean it's interesting because there's that story of um the the wicker there was there was there was a guy who was um quite a a high high powered i know if he's high High level high level uh, what's what's a his, ma- his, male his wizard? Wicca HP was was super high. Super high wizard um, HP. Anyway, pretty dark stuff. Warlock. Warlock. Ah. There we go. The, war, <laughs> like, the warlocks. Wow. Um, and he he was talking about how when he 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 became a Christian after uh, an amazing story. But he talked about how when he would walk down the street, he would be walking with friends, and if they saw a Christian coming towards them. If the Christian didn't really know a whole lot about their faith, didn't really, weren't living it, weren't living in the kind of confidence and um, knowing that Jesus is, is theirs, they would they would be able, they would walk kind of hunched over, and and these warlocks would just stand on the same side of the street and laugh at them, wouldn't care. But they said every now and again you'd get a Christian that walked by who knew what they were worth, who knew who they were in Christ, and they knew the power of Christ. And um, when they saw one of those people, they would be walking up, standing up, right? This incredible light going on inside of them. And they would be so scared, they would go to the other side of the street and run across the, uh, and run along the pavement. Whoa. And so I find it fascinating, you know, in that there isn't Christians handing out cupcakes going, here, you, go. you know, like, whilst that's not a bad thing, the, the the power there was was knowing who you are in, in, in Jesus and yeah. knowing the power of, of our God and knowing who we are it feels like such a it's one of those things that people can go oh yeah cool they know who they are but actually in terms of the spirit realm that has got yeah. such a that's got such depth and power in it 
Um, I have a verse I wanted to bring up. So. Verse it out. But I, so I think it's I think it's fascinating, kind of the idea of therefore going out into the streets and doing Halloween and trick or treating. If we do it in knowing who we are in Christ and staying in that and going cool, as I'm going, I'm gonna. For me, it would be the sort of thing. Go as I'm going, I'm gonna pray in tongues over each house, or like I'm just gonna just allow my just my spirit and the to change the atmosphere because I know Jesus inside me and He can change His atmosphere where I am. Absolutely. So the verse I wanted to share was verse just it this, up. and it's it's uh, we've I mean we clearly talk about this prior to this meeting. Did we? Who, but in general. Oh, okay, in general, not this verse. Um, but for Halloween, for for things Christians do, especially when it, it does focus on on bringing light into our community, being the kingdom. Um, this is first first uh, Timothy four four. Timothy. For everything created by God is good. And nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. And for us, when we go on Halloween, Halloween's not a day that was created bad, right? No, That's, so I want to receive Halloween. I'll tell you with 31st, it's not a bad day. I want to receive this celebration. I want to receive and redeem it in a way that makes it good. Hmm. Um, and that's, that's through the word of God. And uh, that's through the the incarnational word of God is Jesus, and that's through our prayers and blessings going out, changing the community, changing the atmosphere. That's good. But that even transcends down to, um, like I was talking very earlier in the, the episode, about the macabre, the kind of creepy. The creepy. Um, not the grotesque, not the horrific, but that like middle area, right? Like, So are skulls inherently evil? Trick question. Trick question. Because uh, no, 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 they're not. God, God that's made my head. skull, right? Like, <laughs> Without God, it, God designed. I this really thing. suck. This um, but this, like bones and different things, uh, like like uh, you know, spiders, bats, all these things that like people are creepy. Like in reality, um, when they symbolize death, when you worship them as death, yeah, that's bad. But when you look at them as as life, right? My skeleton literally allows me to stand up. It's a good thing. Mm. Um, I don't think it's that macabre to kind of look at that. And, but when we look through scripture, there's so many slightly creepy stories that I think maybe we've glossed over as Christians. We've made them a little bit more sanitary. Absolutely. Like, uh, first off, um, the, the dry bones coming back together. Flip. When it's like the sinews and the tissues form back. Like, if you try to picture that's that, that's kind of how I imagine not, it. It's like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's kind of gross. But we're going, oh, that's the glory of the Lord bringing these resurrection dry power. Bones will live. And you're like, actually, let's have a think about that. Like, and pitch, stand, stand there and picture that. That's the rea- weird. The reality of this is intense. Super intense. Um, and, and so we, we get to see God using things that make us uncomfortable to bring him glory. He's not afraid of that. And no. so in a lot of ways, I don't want to shy away from worshiping God for the beauty of something that, that we have shunned. I don't want to start going like, God, I, I, I rebuke that skeleton. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I like my skeleton, God. Thank you yeah. so much. Give me and, more. No, no, give me more. But uh, <laughs> give me more give me skulls. Give me just the right amount of <laughs> Give skeleton. me just the one. Um, but I think it's, I think it's interesting because like, so I love the story of after the veil is torn, yeah. When Jesus dies, the veil is torn. And it talks about the, the saints coming out of the grave oh, yeah. or out of the tomb and walking into the village. The dead rays. So uh, the the Jesus, dead are raised. Jesus dies, yeah. Is that where zombies come from? You know, like seriously, like you're walking down the street, you're buying your, your loaf and uh, Jerusalem, so you got some hummus. And, <laughs> and that. Wander around, being like, oh, yeah, I'll take a little bit of that. Falafel oh, and all of that. Yep, yeah, delicious. And there comes Saint. 
Just up Agatha. top for Saint Delicious, by the way, at the same time. Saint I Delicious. Had to, I had to mention it. Right. There comes Saint Delicious. Mm. And you're like, uh, no, <laughs> you're like 700 years old. I like, I just find that insane. Um, it is. And, it, and we go, we gloss over all these things so quickly. Um, Jesus comes back with, with gnarly scars, right? Like he still wears his crucifixion scars. He literally tells Thomas to touch his hole, his put like, your finger in. Like that's, that's, that's a weird, slightly gross thing. But yeah. like, just because it makes us uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not worth celebrating what God's done. No, absolutely. So this has been the kind of tension I've always lived in, the macabre being like, look, things might make me uncomfortable. I, I mean spiders. Mm-mm. Um, especially, there's so many spiders this season. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are so many. And But spiders are great. Spiders are good. Spiders keep bug population down, but they freak me right out. So where do I thank God for spiders, but also thank him that there's not one on me? Um, it also... Is, is an important thing when it comes to the creepy. So I, I was having a little think about Halloween and what I thought about it this last week when we knew we were kind of going on to this. So yeah, in thinking about it, I, I, I kept on thinking about whether I would let Finn go and trick-or-treat. Would I go trick-or-treat? Kind of thinking more and more about this. Questions and, you need to ask as your kid gets older. Absolutely. And one of, the, one of the things I kept coming back to was I kept on thinking about the pressure that Christians put on people. So this is this was an interesting kind of like sitting on them. Yeah, the physical brain. No, so like the the idea that suddenly like uh, Christians everywhere are like you cannot do this, and so in part of me I'm like uh, I'm slightly rebellious and I'm like don't tell me what to don't do. tell me what do I do what I want and I like how you become a New Yorker. When I know you're, well, when you're in rebellion. When I, <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Actually. When I'm rebellious, I'm New York. You are a Yankee. Hey, 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 hey! Forget about it. Forget about it, Joey. Um. So it's kind of New Jersey. Anyway, so um, we've just lost a whole demographic of fans that we don't have. So I think one of so what what's interesting is the 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 culture the, the pressure that Christians put on people to to not do something as opposed to kind of question stuff and open it up and go what do we think and how do we yeah. move forward. And so in that I kind of started thinking more and more about it. And there is this big part of me that goes I don't want to let Finn do it because what would everyone else think. And I started going, okay, well, what, what does God do? Does God pressurize? And I, I kind of, tell me if you think differently, but I've kind of come to the conclusion that, that God doesn't pressurize. Like God will put pressure on. It talks about that in 1 James, how he puts pressure, you know, we allow pressure on our faith to, and to grow us, to see where we go, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But in terms of actual like peer pressure, I feel like peer pressure is never, is, God never works with peer pressure. He works with love. Yeah. Right, peer pressure is not about love, but it, uh, it's it's about an agenda. Yeah, or condemnation. Or condemnation. There we go. No condemnation in Christ Jesus. I, so I read this quote that I found interesting, which was, um, uh, "The Holy Spirit's a gentleman, not a high pressure salesman." It's a good quote, and it was quite an interesting one because I mean I've heard the whole like Holy Spirit's a gentleman thing before, and kind of agreed with some bits, agreed disagree with some, bits. but actually in in total, he's he's a gentleman. He 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 will lovingly pull us. Yeah. from somewhere he he will do it with force if it needs to be but he will yeah, do there it there is lovingly. conviction from the holy spirit and there is there's, that's a thing always the, the holy spirit's like whoa warning signs like will convict but in it there's love not condemnation and yeah, so i started thing. hitting this thing with halloween going okay well i'm feeling convicted uh, i'm not feeling convicted it's i'm good, feeling man. pressurized and condemnation about it so that led me to go okay god well what do i want to do in here and i think that's for me where the supernatural element comes in where i can therefore go okay well I want to have a look at the Halloween idea. 
the Christian world saying, don't do it. But actually everything in me is going, I don't know. And so I'm just going to go back to God and go, okay, God, you show me, you talk to me. What do you think? What, how do I do it? And, and actually that's, that's a, where it's quite Revelation is a really key. Revelation is well. a fantastic thing to place to do it from. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just to, to kind of cap this, this whole thing off, you're hundred percent right. Uh, you can't, you can't live in a place where you're constantly condemned. Hmm. Um, are there things that we can do that are definite no-nos? Yeah, that, like that's a thing, and God will, will bring us back. But when it comes to things like Halloween, one of the things is, is what, are you, what are you doing? Where are you airing? And if you're airing on love, increasing the kingdom, blessing your neighbors, and you're not like slaughtering a goat and putting in a pentagram and worshiping the beast, like yeah, you're probably all right. Um, do you know I'm what I mean? Like, scrap if you're that like, off my am, shopping list. <laughs> I am slaughtering this goat for the beast for the kingdom. You're like, yeah, let's maybe not. But if you're like, what are you doing? I am taking my kids to the neighbors so they can smile and be a blessing and let our neighbors know that we know them and we don't judge them and we don't hate them. That's always um, it, that's that's never gonna fail, right? The yeah. airing on love is is never gonna fail. Um, I agree. So I think that's that's an important part, and I think you're 100 right. Look, let's end on this. What as a kid scared you? Scared me. Yeah. Like let's end with some funny. Oh things. man. Um, I gotta be honest. So uh, the first thing that sprung into my head when I was a 10 year old, I saw a movie that was way not my age. And way it was not about a leprechaun. Um, it was a scary movie about a leprechaun, and I literally spent four weeks <laughs> horrified of going to sleep because I thought a leprechaun was going to come. No, that's so. Small. I literally, I literally, so as a ten-year-old, would go sleep in my parents' bed because I was so horrified at a at a leprechaun. Um, and that's it, funny. yeah, I just remember. I mean, that would do it though. Yeah. Like that's terrified. <laughs> Apparently, is that why you're scared of Emma and her Irish upbringing? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I wouldn't call your wife a leprechaun. Hello, Thomas. <laughs> By the way, I just want to reiterate that my wife's not a leprechaun. That she's from Ireland, or not? From, she lived in Ireland. That's the only. So that's so the, far, we but, Canadians, uh, New Jersey, and New York, New Yorkers, and and, and Irish. And we, Irish. We have offended a lot of people this episode. Happy Halloween. We love you all. By the way, please take no offense. Especially my um, wife. I, I, me. I'm not Canadian, but I'm a good chunk of the other things. <laughs> Um, so I used to be I was a real sleepwalker and I, I would dream quite vividly and I remember um, I had this poster on my wall of I can't, it was an old movie star I can't remember who it was but it was a black and white poster and they were driving a Harley Davidson and there was lots of like little pictures of these people like uh, from this movie like where all these people are driving Harley Davidsons and and um, right I'm, I'm gonna so guess. intrigued on what this movie could be and so I woke up in the middle of the night and I was clearly still sleep, uh, sleeping and sleep dreaming. As that's not how you say it, but sleep dreaming. And sleep dreaming. And all the little people. That. I still remember really vividly. All the little people like climbed out of the poster and like started like running around. I'm just be like, I'm terrified. That is so, either the best dream or the worst dream. It was kind of a little bit of both. I was like, ah, my poster's come to life, but I'm also terrified by it. And so for me, like night times are always a scary thing. So like the dark was the thing that I was kind of quite scared of. So I was, because when I went to sleep, anything could happen. Um, That's. But then, I mean, there was also funny sides to it as well. So I would, I would sleepwalk. I would take my pillow downstairs, sleepwalk my pillow downstairs, hide it, go back to bed, wake up because I didn't have a pillow. Like turn my light on, look for it. And I'd have to go looking for about 20 minutes downstairs, That's find brilliant. it. I missed out on all this fun by not sleepwalking. Yeah. You, yeah do yourself a treat so by sleepwalking you literally got to play games like all by yourself yeah 
It was like I had no siblings, even though I had three. Um, Who I'm sure all loved the fact that you slept walked. They went in my room. It was great. <laughs> they didn't know. On that cool. note, um, we're going to call it because yeah. we're about time. So Excellent. Why don't I pray? Do you want to pray? Yeah. Lord, I thank you so much that you have made every day good. Absolutely. I thank you that you have given us your spirit. You've called us to be filled with resurrection power, redeeming this fallen creation. And I thank you for the blessing it is for us to be able to do that in our communities mm. around this time of year. We thank you so much for the time and space we had today to, to talk. Absolutely. And we Amen. thank you so much for all the opportunity we have this coming week to walk out being a blessing to you, overcoming our fears and walking in the reality that you have made such beautiful things. We bless the people watching and listening. We bless each other and we bless your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Guys, remember to sign up to Twitter. Nope. Yeah, you could do that. Guys, remember to follow us on Twitter. Remember to subscribe to our channel and like it if you liked it. Yes. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Holy Ramblings. Woo. Really easy to find. Uh, the link is down in the description. Bless you guys. Have a fantastic week. Catch and you guys. See you next week. See you next week.